Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Sanjeev Silla. Thanks for being on the show, Sanjeev. Thank you, Whitney. Thanks for having me on the show. It's my honor to be on the show. Thank you. Now, I appreciate you and your time, and I know the value that you're going to bring today to the listeners. And uh, but before, before we jump in, I wanted to get tell the listeners or remind you to go to the Contact Us page at LifeBridge Capital and complete the information so that way you and I can have a conversation and I can connect with you and try to help you uh, any way I can. But jumping in, Sanjeev, he, he's a multifamily investor. He's an IT professional with an MBA who worked for the top global IT consultancy and servicing firms, Accenture and Dell, highly specializing in executing large transformation programs and managed global teams started his consultancy service in September of 2016 and provides management solutions to health plans in North America he's focused on multifamily investing and that focus has been part of multiple deals as co-sponsor KPLP and he and his friends started Infinity Investments and co-sponsored two deals worth approximately $20 million last year. And Sanjeev looks to continue to grow his multifamily portfolio in the United States. So look forward to you know learning about your steps and getting here, Sanjeev, and, and, and getting into multifamily and why multifamily versus some other investment, you know, investments that you could have. And but tell the listeners who you are, how you got here and, and why why you're doing this, you know, multifamily investing. Uh, thank you, Whitney. That's a great introduction. First of all, before I begin, I would like to, again, thanks for having me on the show. First of all, thank you for your service, what you've done in 2005, 2006 as part of Army National Guard. Thank you for that. Congratulations on our year, solely of the year 2005, I believe. And third thing, the show, what which you've been providing to us is the most valuable content, you know, very detailed People like me, not only me, anyone wanted to invest in real estate, especially multifamily, any investment, this is a great place to start. I mean, in our last few years, uh, I don't watch news. I don't listen to NPR. <laughs> I mean, I do listen to NPR mostly from the understand economic perspective. The last few years, I've been uh, investing my time, coming to seminars, listening to podcasts like Whitney. Thank you for your service on that. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Whitney. I've been investing uh, since 2016. To give a background, myself and my wife came to years uh, in 2004. We grew up in India. We came here in, two, uh, in 2004. And in 2010, three things happened to me, to us. One is we had a second child. Uh, my son now is nine years old. He was born in 2010. And second thing, I took a new job with Accenture, uh, which changed my career. I talk about the big picture, thought leadership. Uh, how to communicate, how to develop your leadership skills, that's number two. Number three is, I was actually stumbled into Rich Dad, Food Dad book. That changed my whole mindset. Hey, job is not one thing. We need to focus on passive income. So that's where I started in 2010. 2011, uh, we moved to Dallas. And I got an option. I can go anywhere in the U.S. because I used to work with action. So I travel across North Coast, I mean, East Coast, West Coast, across the U.S. We moved to Dallas. We know it's the most happening place in the U.S. We thought this is the best place to move on. So we moved to 2010, I'm sorry, 2011 to Dallas. Then things started happening. Since I was talking about that, hey, I know I need to do get passive income. What's the best option? I was looking at stocks. I was looking at single family. 
Then I look at stocks, which we talked briefly before the uh, meeting, right? We cannot control if something goes wrong. I cannot call CEO, hey, what's happening with my stock? I, I cannot control that one. Second, second was single family homes, where I, I see it's not scalable. You have to manage toilets and tenants, everything, which I think we can buy maybe two or three homes based on the income level. Then I found a way, a multifamily is a way to invest, get passive income. That's how I went into multifamily and real estate. Okay. So, so you looked into stocks and I appreciate you talking about like, you know, we can't control it. And I've heard somebody talking one day about this exact topic. And he said, you know, no matter how much I invest in Apple, no matter how many iPhones I go buy or tablets or what, you know, it's not going to affect the stock, right? You know, I can't control it. I can't do anything. I can't touch it. I mean, so no, that's awesome. But, but, you know, I think you had mentioned that you also looked into single family as well right? As opposed to multifamily. And what did you discover there and why multifamily and, or, you know, was your determining factors and going to multifamily? So the reason, again, as you mentioned, clearly in our documentation idea, right, is that I have a cash flow, right, in multifamily, which you have a cash flow in single family too. But again, it's limited, one or two homes, right? Maybe three, based on the income level. So it's not scalable. Single family is not scalable, right? Number two is if someone is not renting a single family, is one or zero. If somebody's not renting, your income will be zero, right? And number three, you have to manage each property is different location. I cannot bring a property manager company because if it's a different location, I can't bring, because I can buy a home, there's no guarantee I can buy a second home next to this. There's no leverage of expenses there. So based on this reason, I went to multifamily. So Sanjeev, you know, or let's say, you know, talk about your, your team that you all built, you know, you all started this infinity investments and you all been a part of a couple deals. So give me your, your goal in this, you know, in, in infinity and what you all are looking to accomplish. And let's talk about how you're going to get there. So my friends, uh, Vasu, Sashi and Balu, we started this company, Infinity Investments, back in 2017, uh, November. So we all know before we get into business, because we are like-minded, we grew up in the same culture, we understand, we are all, you know, it's like-minded, it's what kind of team, right? That's number one, you need to have a good team in place. Number two is my partners, they do have experience earlier and doing a multifamily deal. So it's a small, small deal by themselves. And they have the experience how to manage that. So I have a team we can supplement my skills. We have looking to the CapEx or it could be day-to-day operation of my apartment deals, number two, right? Number three is we define the goals. As I mentioned, we define the smart goals, you know, which is a very key thing for anybody to have a success. They need to have key smart goals, you know. They should be able to define. Once we have a smart goals, we need to define the criteria where we want to buy it. I've been investing across the country, but I live in Dallas. I still like feel Dallas is one of the most happening places in the country. When I moved in 2011, the population around 6 million people. Now, seven years down the line or eight years down the line, we are almost 7 million people. The way things are going by 2030, we will be like 10 million or 11 million with us, right? So, so it's the most happening place. So we define the criteria. And again, and we told, we have to look at B or C class properties. Um, maybe at least uh, 62, 150 units. So we have very specific details that I mentioned, smart calls. And also we put a timeline. Maybe in the next one year, we want to make sure that we have at least two deals under contract. That's exactly what we did. So I know the first deal took almost like seven months to get a first deal. But I will tell you in an old year, when we moved to this country, it took me seven years to buy a home because we, we're not sure where to buy the home and which location. But it's confusing because I don't have an education at the time, right? So, but I'm happy to say that, uh, you know, after seven months, we formed the team, we were able to get a contract in a deal in seven months. 
you know. It's because of the education, you need to have mental. We have been part of the, the summer group. I mean, wonderful, you know. So once we have the contract, we're able to close the deal in like 60 days from that. And the second deal, we're able to close nine weeks from the first deal. The reason is we got this deal's most happening place at Dallas, as Dallas, and with a mean income $70,000. And these two deals within a mile apart. So we can leverage expenses, not only, you know, income, we do have optimized expense. That's how we end up with two deals last year. Nice. So I was going to ask you about how long it took to go from the first deal to the second deal. And I'm glad you elaborated on that. And even talking about building your team and y'all being like-minded, a lot of that's important. And I'm sure you all bring different qualities to the team, but also having a coach, having a mentor. It's We've stressed that so many times on the show and heard so many people talk about they had this coach or had a mentor. And you know that's really what helped push them and give them some guidance and some confidence you know, in, in doing this business and moving forward a lot faster. Absolutely. I can give an example if you don't mind. Yeah, so please. In 2014, well, some of my friends, we formed a team. We wanted to buy an apartment, you know. So in 2014, we went to see it in Fort Worth, which is like 30 miles from here where I live. Uh, the broker laughing, looking at the financial statements, <laughs> you know. You're not there yet. I learned the hard way. So then we understand that there's a way to achieve this one. It's not just your financials. That's why you need to have a team we can leverage their experience in the financials to buy a bigger deal. It's all because of education and mentor. You know, the mentor giving it a lot of conference and also it's just a conference. Look at the market analysis, look at the job market, various factors, right? We talk about population growth, job growth, income level, median income. And I mean, this is so many factors that will feel you confident you can go in the right direction. What's the team's next goals? What, what are your goals over the next year or and, you know, and how, how are you getting there? You're reading my mind. So, we, our goal is to go 1,000 units by next June. That's our goal. We put earlier this year. Uh, but uh, last few months, you know, we have been working on, we wanted to stick to the fundamentals. It does not mean that I have to get 1,000 units next June. No way. I want to make sure that we have a goal where our numbers make sense, where our returns you know, for the investment is there. If I don't, well, I don't make a deal. So still we are looking at the deal. We're working on, yes, by end of next, but not end, but June, the summer of 2020, we should be talking units of specifically B and C class uh, properties. Nice. So I guess tell me some steps that you're taking. You know, that's a big goal, right? I mean, that's that's a big goal. And I love that. And But tell me some things that say, you know, have to happen over the next month that's going to help you get to that goal. So absolutely. That's, we do a few things, right? One is we wanted to talk to brokers having a relationship with the broker. That's where you will get more deals. So we talk to every week, every month. It's a lot of work, you know. Since we have four people, we talk to various companies in Dallas, across the country, where we see a lot of potential, not in Dallas, across any, like Atlanta, Phoenix, whatnot. So, but we have a team with specific to markets, specific to brokerage companies. That's number one. Number two is we keep informing our investors, you know, what we have been doing, what our goals, what we have been doing. And, and expand our investor database, so number two. This is two main things we do. And number three, keep educating yourself. Hey, what's will happen, going to happen to the economy? Nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow, but we keep updating on economy and what's happening and making sure that we're doing the right direction. Again, don't get me wrong. This is business. There will be risk, but we want to make sure that we do stick to our fundamentals 
and going to go step by step in the right direction. Now, are you all, uh, I'm going to come back to the things you just talked about, but I wanted to ask you to clarify, are you all strictly looking in Dallas right now or are you looking in numerous markets? So right now we're looking for at least the next one year we want to focus only in Dallas at this point of time. But we're open to other areas when there's an opportunity with our meeting our goals and expectations. Okay. And so, you know, having this team in place, is there one teammate that is focused on meeting brokers? Because it is that like those relationships are so important, right? And we all know this. If you're listening to this, like you have to know, you know, those broker relationships are so crucial and so important. But is there one person on your team that kind of has that role and task? Or is it like each of you kind of have the brokers that you all are building the relationships with? What does that look like? So, and also I just want Highlight, we do have a full time job. You know, I have my IT consultancy and my friends, they own uh, what's uh, different companies, you know. And at the same time, we do have deals. We need to make sure that top priority, making sure that we're working on deals, make sure we're working on the capex, we're making sure that we are running our operations. Number one priority, that's number one goal. Number two is yes, we do have people, we work in multiple people. Like, example, I work on some brokers and my friends work on multiple brokers. Again, it's not about brokering, like, we need someone has to underwrite the deal and making sure you talk to the finance companies, lenders, and talk to the property management companies, you know, you cannot use the same property companies everywhere based on the market, based on the demographics. We need to change that. one. So we're thinking from a big picture perspective, in a sense, uh, we're talking about Accenture changing my career. The company taught me, think in the big picture. If you look at my IT consultants or what I am, my company name is Big Picture Health Plan Consultant Company, because I learned a lot from them, not only micro perspective, look at the big picture. So we do have a multiple, our team looking at multiple, it's not just brokers. Yes, we do have talked to multiple brokers, you know, different teams. Okay, then tell me or elaborate on how you and the team are continuing to educate yourself. What, what's important that you're learning right now and how are you finding that information? Number one is you have to be boosted on going. You have to look at the deal. But there's so many deals in the market, but you need to focus what deals you want, number one, right? As I mentioned, we're looking on, you know, B, a C class, or at least 100 to 150 or 200 units, what makes sense. So number three is going back is you need to educate yourself, you know, listening to podcasts like you with me, right? It's great information. You brought a lot of quality guests. We can share the experience and the people like me. I want to multiply That's my career 2.0. I'm tuning myself into multifamily podcasts and go to a seminar, go where you have to among the like-minded people. Uh, if you're watching the news, it's not going to help, to be honest. You have to go to concerts, maybe a few hundred bucks. You have to step up and make sure that you have time. This time commitment is important. Hey, I have a kids, I have a family, a job. Yeah, that's fine. What's your goal? My goal is to want to retire in the next five years. I mean, not only me, I wanted to help the family and friends. We want to be financial freedom in the next few years. So based on goals, you need to come on and act yourself and be proactive. Okay. So I like you talking about how you talk about focus on what deals you want. Right. Like, don't just have this like, we'll just take everything or anything or look at every like you don't have time to look at everything. Right. And so, you know, what happens and maybe this hasn't happened to your old team. What happens? Let's say, you know, one of the partners comes to everybody and says, well, OK, I found this 40 unit deal over here that maybe we should look at. Is that something that, you know, you all are then going to say, OK, well, you know, it's kind of out of what we're looking at. We should feel we feel like we should focus back on the 100, 150 units or, you know, or is it going to be something that you all are going to take into uh, to account and look at? No, so if, see, if, example, right, 40 is not, I will say no. None of our partners will say yes, because the reason is it's not manageable. I mean, if you have a managed property, at least you have 60, 70 units to manage a property, right? I mean, bringing a property manager company, for me, time is not worth managing a 
40, 50 units. And as we talk about, it's all about scalability, go bigger. Yeah, but if it's 60 units, if numbers make sense, if we like the location, we look at the mean income, even if economy comes down, we should be able to sail the boat. Example, right, the two deals we have in Dallas, next year, preschool, elementary school, high school, middle school, they can walk from there. It cannot go wrong even if the economy goes down. I don't see a reason people go away from those apartments. It's a good school district. It's center of Dallas. You can go anywhere in Dallas within 20 minutes from there. So it's the most happening uh, analysis, legacy, where there's so many things happening within that area. So always look at the demographic, look at the location, and we can go from there. So maybe you could elaborate a little bit too on the buying criteria, a couple other things about your all's criteria. And you talked about the units, class B and C, but anything else as far as, let's say you're talking to a broker, you know, and he says, you know, say, gee, what's your buying criteria? How do you answer that? So some of the things uh, we wanted to say, for example, chiller boiler, the central AD system, so definitely won't stay away from in the future. You know, the reason is if something goes wrong, it's going to impact all the tenants. And that's not feasible. Dallas in summer, it will go to 100 degrees sometimes. It's good to have, uh, you know, we'll try to avoid chillers. If deal makes sense, we have enough reserves for a chiller example. Yeah, why not? We can go for the deal. But we need to go into specific details of that, of that fund. You know, only the income. What else we can go to property, right? It could be income optimizing the expense. That could be an opportunity, right? And if something is coming up in the future, that could be an option. Why not? Right. So make sure that we have enough capex on that if you're still on that. So that's one of the criteria which I'm talking about. And also nice. no flat roofs, you know, there's a few things we can look, take a look at. And, uh, but again, I cannot really categorize anything, but go by deal by deal. Right. Sure. What's been the hardest part of the syndication journey for you? So before joining the, you know, before it start doing this one, initially I thought money is a problem, but. It's not really money because you can leverage teams for fun. That's not money. Number two is getting the right deal is a more challenging to, to, if you ask me. Getting the money is not a big issue. To me, getting the right deal where the numbers make sense, that is going to be more challenging at this point of time. Yes. And you all are overcoming that by the broker relations, uh, I assume. Yeah, absolutely. We are working on, so, yep. So how are you all preparing for the, quote, downturn End quote. That's everybody says is coming. So two things, right? When we undertook the deal, that's not exactly you need that uh, mentoring shape, right? When we write a deal, I know that my partners talk well. You know, when they had the, this deal initially, when they got by themselves, they did not have much capex, and they thought they can take it from the capex. No, but yes, example, right? We define what capex we need at the first day. I mean, during the due diligence, even before closing by the number one one is. We have a what capex we need. We bought in the due diligence. We did all the things what we need. We got a capex. Number two is reserves. We do have some reserve money, you know, if something goes wrong. And also we have working capital. That's number three. And also, so example, right? When I buy, maybe I'm buying at seven cap, I mean, maybe six cap. But when I'm selling my property, make sure that I'm very conservative. That's what we've been doing. Maybe at least seven cap, 10.5 based on the market. So make sure that you have enough room on a reversion cap. Again, nothing is because everything is risk. We never know. We did what we can do based on our learnings, based on our experience from my coaches and mentors. We do have those things in the place. And so what's a way that you all have improved your business recently, Sanjeev, that we could all apply to ours as well? Sure. So if you look at this one, uh, recently we were actually implementing some of the CapEx one. And the second thing is the value. We want, see, Right now, one of the apartments, like 95, 96, I know we did at least some of the CapEx. This is the opportunity to raise the income, rent, right? I mean, because it makes sense. The apartments are 95% and we did some of the CapEx. We were able to do some of the interior upgrades. Some we had to do, 
But we thought there's no right time to do, you know, or increase in the income. And also we're looking at a few other things, uh, probably not yet in coming deals, right? Hey, talking about the uh, smart home package in, in the homes. But example, just an example, like we look at the market, what's happening, where we can attract the customers, tenants, and we can stay with more time with our apartment. What is your best advice for caring for investors? Start investing. Don't watch. You need to invest. I know. Make sure that it's more than a deal. You should talk to the people and trust them. I mean, again, make sure that start investing and also you need to have education. I will say three things, right? <laughs> start investing, education with smart goals. You need to have a goals in place, I would say. And what about the one thing that's contributed to your success? Persistence. You need to, you know, an education. Education with goals. That's exactly. And you need to keep working, you know. Hey, first seven months, I have an example. We don't have to get a deal. We know what we're going in the right direction, but it's a matter of time. Keep going. Keep networking and uh, keep listening to podcasts like Whitney and uh, go to seminars or the uh, podcasts or whatever is, you know, uh, most uh, convenient for you. And before we have to go, Sanjeev, tell the listeners how you like to give back. So two things. So what we do is from the business perspective, the apartment, and uh, we have kids in the apartments. We actually, you know, recently we've given a backpack to anchor the kids to go to school. We give backpacks, some of the things we do as part of my business. Second thing is myself and my family will do, actually we've been doing small, small things. An example, we grew up in India, back home, the schools where I went to my primary school, middle school, we understand that the People may not be focusing on their eyes, so we check their eyesight, we provided the lenses. We run the camp for almost like 600 kids in the both schools. We do small, small things with me, but in the future, we want to focus on how we can help back home, anybody in local communities, on the education, on the children, our kids going to school. That's my area with me. Awesome. So Sanjeev, you've been a great guest. I really appreciate your time today and taking the time to just share with us, I mean, about so many aspects of your all's business and your team, broker relations and your focus on all these specific types of deals and, and how you all are growing and, and your, the importance of goals and where you all are moving in the future and just the focus on what deals you want and how, to edu- how you're educating yourself as well. I, I'm grateful for your time, but tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you. Thank you, Whitney. Thank you. It's my honor to be on the, on the show. They can reach me on social media or they can uh, give me a call or email. My email is silla.kumar. Uh, let me spell for you. S-I-L-L-A dot K-U-M-A-R at gmail.com. My phone number is 623-628-5921. Awesome. Thank you, Sanjeev. It's over with. Thank you so much. Thanks for the time. Don't go yet. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I would love it if you would go to iTunes right now and leave a rating and written review. I want to hear your feedback. It makes a big difference in getting the podcast out there. You can also go to the Real Estate Syndication Show on Facebook so you can connect with me and we can also receive feedback and your questions there that you want me to answer on the show. Subscribe too so you can get the latest episodes. Lastly, I want to keep you updated. So head over to lifebridgecapital.com and sign up for the newsletter. If you're interested in partnering with me, sign up on the contact us page so you can talk to me directly. Have a blessed day and I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Show brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.